coming to prayer. It is our comfort because we as human beings we always need comfort. Actually, there's nothing as important as comfort to us because we live in this distress, distressing world. Greetings to saints and Mangala Nonka showed up. We believe that God has something for you. And uh, if all people eat drugs and can know that the Holy Spirit can do more than drugs can do. Father, we come to thee in this hour and uh, we approach the throne of grace. In the name of Jesus, we pray that you comfort us. We live in this horrible world. And Father, we come before the throne of grace, whatever way. You are sufficient. Your grace is sufficient. And we thank you for this moment of prayer in these evil end times where it's humanly, emotionally, psychologically impossible for any human being to survive unless there be an external supernatural help. Here we are as your beloved. Help us not to strike our heads to the rocks, trying to be happy, but reach deep down our souls and supply the sufficiency thereof. We need you, Father, in this hour. We thank you for those who come and honor this prayer in the name of our Lord Jesus, which the devil fights uh, persistently to discourage, because he knows if prayer is terminated, then there will be no fire in the house. And Father, we thank you for everyone who was participating. Reach them, Lord, with the hand of grace. Touch them, Lord, because they are your people and they are struggling and, and straining in this hard life. God Almighty, I thank you for them. May the great Holy Spirit who has humbled us enough put us in this higher heel of grace. Please touch on everyone who is in need. Somebody needs something. Others need your help, others need your comfort, others need your grace. Others, We all need something. With us in this hour. And let Jesus Expel every spirit and sickness now by his grace. We stand against every hardship and disturbance and turbulence of hell. By the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Uh, can we read in Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3? I just want to talk about comfort uh, that God has for us. He is so much full of it that even if it happens that you feel perplexed at times and you feel that you are alone, always know we are not alone. God is with you all the time and uh, you must just learn how to uh, take care of your mind. Read Second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 3. Verse number three. Uh, blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. Every time the Bible uses the word God, it's of different different expectations than we when the Bible uses the word Lord. The Bible When it addresses from God, is the Father. And uh, we get everything from Him. Uh, it's just a reservoir where everything is there and was and, and can never change. 
when is the Lord is when he's executing something. When is the Lord, you know, sometimes he, you can ask him something and find that he won't give you because it's not what he's here to execute. But when, when, like every time when God fights for Israel, he sends the angel of the Lord or the Lord. God appears as the Lord. Is that's what I, you know. It's one of the things that made me to not entertain the debate uh, as we were debating with that uh, Antichrist there. You get to a level where you know that it's worthless to give the dogs what is for children. And you, behave, you answer a devil in a way that he gets confused. A theologian don't understand that. Like the question they love to pose. They say, why the Bible say no one had seen God at any time? But it says also in another place, the Lord appeared to Moses. So they don't understand that the Lord and God is two appearances, but decided not to help them. So God of comfort, there is no time on earth when a believer needs comfort like today. The world is sick. The world, the news, the things we see on the news, on day-to-day -day basis, what is discussed there, the helplessness, brings anxiety, the hopelessness that the politicians will speak, empty words, the false prophets. They're seeing these people just running for this world and descending their hearts. It breaks your uh, emotion and you feel like what's what's the big deal why should you be preaching why should you be zealous because you can see them that no matter what you can do they can never change I was looking to this power hour you know, we've been preaching in a power hour for years. And when this Nala came there, they treated him like God is coming in. They made a guard of honor for him. They videoed him from the parking lot, showing what cars is driving in. And the host was coming there like a slow motion, like it's a big day. Like someone who's there to insult God, who's there to insult our very faith, but they feel they give him this biggest welcome, like the greatest person is coming. You can see people's hearts that no matter they call themselves Christians, but these things, these glory, they love that even if the devil has that glory, they want to be part of it. People of this age are so much untrustworthy to a level that if you think you are going with them, they'll break your heart. Because all they want is something God has cast. All they want to be seen is what God forbids. So, there's no time where a Christian, a true believer, needs to be comforted. You won't get comfort from songs. You won't get comfort from sermons. You won't get comfort from... You might get an introductory to comfort. Songs and... Uh, songs and uh, sermons might lead you or open up your spirit 
to God's comfort. But the true comfort comes from God. The things that this world, this body, like drugs and alcohol and okay, others will go for sex and things. Uh, all these things that the world chases after, going to nightclubs, they're just seeking for comfort. They're just seeking for an illusion. It's something that will put them in a state. They forget about this world because this world is horrible for everybody. Everybody is suffering. I don't care, you are a billionaire. You suffer more than everybody else. The, the richer you get is the more you suffer. Because you have to uphold and reinforce uh, the, the situations of this world. You, when the rent is dropping, you have to be notified. When there's uh, stock exchanges and stuff, changes in the market, you have to be worked up at night so that as a CEO, you come with uh, what a decision has to be made. That's not a nice life. That's why when those people go on holidays, you know, they make a big issue. Because holidays to them, it's like they are comfort. Because they are constantly on a turmoil all year. Because the world as it is, is designed to be a cruel place. It is a cruel place. Uh, Moses dealt with people. He even didn't make it to the promised land because he was constantly in a friction with people who were lacking God's comfort. So the God is the only source of true comfort. It's just that his comfort withdraws us you know he he, he he forces us to withdraw uh from what is our ambitions he just pulls us off from what we call our friends and he takes us somewhere where we don't have to trust a human being where we don't have to expect a human being to love us where we don't have to be a burden to nobody and just pour our concerns to God. Because even if a human being is helping you or not, you won't get a comfort from them. Even if somebody is your husband or your wife, they will do a little bit. But if you are there looking for comfort, you'll be very a miserable person because they are themselves need comfort. I don't know whether you ever ever dealt with a, a sick partner or if your wife or your husband is sick. You do everything you do up and down, but you find yourself that you are drained yourself. That's why you must pray that you must never live with a sickly person like someone maybe who's sickly, like serious sickness, like cancer who's going to be draining you for the next 15 years. Because those things, they change a person. They'll change you. You will you'll be somebody else. Because you yourself, you need comfort. That's why sometimes you have to come to God and just ask for comfort. And tell God that, Father, we cannot do it. This world as it is, you know, the people that think they worth something, this world proves them every day that they are nothing to this world. And the people that claim that they are in the heart of the world, the world proves them every day. That they are nothing to this world. So we need God who will be interior 
God who can wake up us at night and and and, and lead us into prayer and and our desire actually now is to be in an atmosphere of prayer that is comfortable even in prayer even in preaching what we call anointing is just God's comfort it's just a certain spirit that's upon you it comforts you uh, you once anointing is there even if you can't sing you find yourself hitting high notes because your body is just comforted so God is living in another dimension and because we came to this dimension of being sinners and this dimension of sinners makes us rebels we 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 we, we, we get into this high frequency and we become like demons rage and, and god cannot talk to us we're angry we are unloyal we are untrustworthy so god cannot so that's why the anointing must be there to bring us down to bring us down to repentance so the holy spirit is our comfort and we need more of god's comfort because where Bible say where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty and the Bible say the Lord is the spirit and we need him more to just drain us down to take our minds off the pressures and the concerns and the fights and the battles and the things that human beings are regard as or equipment so we need a god of comfort look at this day we're living in where uh, even celebrities can be shot like dogs in the streets you know you just see how a human being who think is something on this world just bragging and on social media and showing up the food he's eating and drinking all liquor and five minutes from there his brains are blown up this world is not the home that's why everything god wants us to do are things that are sacrificial god is not calling us to gain this world is calling us to sacrifice this world so that he gives us comfort it's a very difficult place to be because it's contrary to the mind of the world you know i made a promise i remember preaching when this year i don't know this year began i said there will be a lot of death of famous people i said that and i regret why i said it because i feel like i didn't say it maybe maybe it was not going to be happening just last month his girlfriend who was supposed to be somebody fell from the ninth floor and blew up her brains these are people who think they're something they think they're something but the world the very devil they serve is showing them that he doesn't care about them So we need God of comfort to warn you to think that you're going to leave the church and think we are too rough here and run to the world and you won't get anything. You know, everyone who ever left the place of God, I find them today, they're still struggling. The more you acquire demons, the more you get more problems if you leave god's place because you say whatever the problem is you receive more demons i don't care how troubling how strict is the pastor how uncomfortable is the church environment but 
if you find yourself not feeling in it, find it where in Nigeria, know that you are getting away from God's comfort. I want to make one example here. Read Luke chapter 10, verse 38 to 42 as an example scripture. I had an opening scripture and I have an example scripture. Then I will read scriptures. I mean, not an example scripture, a main topic. Read is chapter 10, Luke, verse 38 to 42. Verse number 38. Now it came to pass as they were that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was combat about much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, thou dost not care that my sister had left me to serve alone. Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful uh, and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary had chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from you. You are troubled and careful about many things. You know, the Agnabazalan, every time you meet them, they tell you about a new you know, business offer, how are they going to overcome their problems, and there are Christians that all the time meet them, they are toxic, they they just are troubled about many things. And once you are troubled, you are frustrated, you must know that we have been find your place of faith. It's not the issue that you don't have money. It's not the issue that you are presently going through marriage problems. It's the issue of you having not found your place of peace and of rest. There's a place that you have to be in for God to fight for you. And most people, they expect the church or God or the pastor or whatever to do something. And no one in this world is created to help you in that place of rest. No one. Actually, all people are created to be a disappointment. I can give you money today. And I cannot give you tomorrow. You know, there are Christians who always come for money. You know, there's nothing here from them. It's just they need help. And if you don't help, you give them their help. You are no longer a good man. These people are always troubled. And they think their troubles worth more than other people's troubles. They think this world to them is more horrible than, than you. You know, you have to find that place of comfort where your faith is anchored, where no matter how tomorrow will turn, it won't change you. No matter how many people promised you, anything will turn you down, it won't change you. No matter the boss or so ever, who's obtaining who in the meeting tomorrow, it won't change you. No matter how much people look down on you or expect you to be something, it won't change you. You'll find your place of rest. If you dress nice, it's not for the people. It's for you. If you eat nice food, it's not for, it's for you. People today, they leave for the social media they live for that world out there, and it drains them every day. Because they constantly have to uphold, upload things there that are, they are not themselves. 
They do things for the society that doesn't care about them. So, okay. Martha, 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 Martha. What's the problem with you? Careful and troubled about many things. The Holy Spirit is speaking to him down. What's wrong with you? You are so careful and troubled about many things. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, be careful for nothing. But in everything, give thanks. Because you can always thank God. And if faith, every time you're doing thanksgiving, faith will act. But every time you are complaining, you get more confused. You live 50, 60, 70, 90 years on this world. If God tarries, the Lord tarries, you will never answer 1% of this world's problems. Because they are men not meant to be answered. That's why you must, the only thing you can do is to be faithful in small things. Because if you are not faithful in small things, you, you are showing God that you don't have faith. Because God will never give you big problems. Why God wants us to be faithful in small things? Because it's only the small things that we can handle which he has allowed us to face the devil with. He has allowed us to face the devil with our marriage, face the devil with our money, face the devil with our holy life, the things that we can do. There's many things. If God can open your eyes and you see the dragons that are flying in the atmosphere, that's how scary they are. You just be hopeless and be, you won't, you will understand that why God says be faithful in small things because if He can show you big fights, if you can see real demons that are controlling this world, you can. So God is giving you a task to be faithful in small things, and if you fail to be faithful in small things, what are you going to do in big things? If you fail to be faithful on things that you can do. What, what, what are you going to do on things that you can do? Christians are so troubled about the tomorrow that they won't be here to, to fix. They won't be here to solve. They can't even solve today. They can't even stay under the comfort of God for an hour, crying tears, thanking God, but they are worried about the tomorrow in 50 years where who knows you will be there. Or if you will be there, who knows how capable will you be to handle that time if, you can't, if your faith can't handle this time. How are we sure you will be even sane or, or well enough or healthy enough You know, I've seen people, they invest all their money and time and happiness to what they call retirement. And they, they tell us about save money and don't waste money because when the retirement comes, you will be suffering. That's the language of these people who just open these policy businesses and trying to, you know, rip off the world. If you have seen people who have retired, if you have met them, they are crying for their youthful days. They are just finished them. You know, they, they, don't, they don't eat the food they want to eat no more because their hand is shaking like that. There's uh, probably there's sugar diabetes. They, 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 some can walk well, they have to do some sticks, you know. They've got 10 million in the bank account. They don't even enjoy a can of Coke. The world has sucked all the virtue that's there in a human being. Good old days, they gone. But the devil has been telling them that will be the best time in your life. Best time in your life is now. 
If you cannot be happy now, you'll never be happy in this world. If you cannot make time to drive a car, go to a cheapest vacation, cheapest hotel, whatever, with your wife, and, 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 and treat you like a queen there, you will never do it. You don't have to wait for a certain time. It will never come. You'll be drained by that time. Money is not the solution. It's, are you comfortable now? Are you happy now? What are things that are not making you happy? So, if those are the things you must seek to address, that's where your faith must go. You must be comforted. You know, you must get into a place where you are comfortable under the presence of God. Even your home, your house, must be a place of comfort. You must be a place where you can pray. And in your prayer, you must be like Mary here, whom the Bible says he has found. He has chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from it. That's what we need, Barcelona, in these times. We are bound to carrying guns. We are bound to bind hitmen for other people. Where there's human beings who go Wakandaki, who go on these malls and walk with you and buy clothes and eat in restaurants with the money they got from blowing people's brains. Where you sit in the text with somebody who's having a gun, who's going to execute somebody. It shows how comfortless we are. Human beings think, and they consult the dead. They are seeking for comfort in the places where there's demons. Only the Holy Spirit only God, as omnigas are all of your heart, you will always constantly be at war. Demons are there. One day, the air condition is broken. Tomorrow, we have will say, the car tire is flat. You drive a car, it shows the engine light. You come back and it's got flu, let's go to the doctor. This thing will, Pelabanyanga, these rates that are just crazy these days they are approaching the actually the same money you pay for the house you need to find god's comfort you need to find a place uh, where uh you you can worship god i think there's a song that in one place in one tabernacle i forgot who sings it but you need a place like that in a place where you you can just thank God. So I wanna re I've written the main topic, okay, the opening verse and uh, the main topic. Now I just wanna get examples of people. Uh, can you read Isaiah? Uh, maybe start of second uh, Isaiah chapter six verse one. Isaiah chapter six verse one. I'm trying to number six verse one. Verse number one. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled uh, the temple. Osha. Oh, ah, what a wonderful blessing. Uh in the year the Lord the King Uzziah died. I saw the Lord. Out of something evil that has happened, he called, he saw the Lord. You know, he went to the temple troubled, needing answers, because somehow this king was here was his role model, and he was looking up to him. Like Brother Frank, when he says, 
1966 when he saw Brother Brenham on the coffin. He says his world collapsed because that ministry was everything. It was healing the sick, it was revealing revelations, it was everything. He didn't see no one else will ever leave to help the bride. So his heart was, he said, he, seeing him in the coffin. So, okay, it's, it's, it's the people that you make your comfort. One day you'll see them in the coffin. People that you make them, your Holy Spirit, you'll see them in the coffin. You know, sometimes not even the coffin of death, just the coffin of life. You find them no longer helpful. Was a born shower problems. Was a born you know, born with you. They're in the coffins. This is a time where you have to find your own salvation, run your own race. In the year, I want you to read to second. Kings 15 2 Kings 15 5. I'm, I'm trying also to help uh, Abashumayeli to learn how to approach a teaching in Fahanale. But yeah, we're still going to do seminars where we train them. Because remember, we didn't go to varsity or Bible colleges. We rely on people of Pamwit who are anointed to teach us the ways of God. Firstly, you have an opening verse. The second, you have the main topic. Then you put examples to support your main topic. Then you can draw verses. Uh, can you read Second Kings 15.5? And the Lord smote the king so that he was a leper unto the day of his death, and dwelt in the several house. And Jotham, the king's son, was over the house, judging the people of the land. Okay. I want to... But I'm not going to read that. I'm looking for that verse. Then they are explaining the. I'm looking for that verse. It was Asuba. We we got angry when our priests were trying to. Uh, okay, let's leave it. But we know we know the. Well, I think I'm I'm quoting a wrong place. We know the verse where Uzia. Uh, got angry. I was searching actually for the cause of death. I'm gonna it's gonna waste our time. I quoted the wrong verse. But what happened there one in a temple to to worship and he was corrected. He got angry. Now I'm quoting these two people they go to the temple. Omunya he goes with a frustration to seek peace. Omoya goes with arrogance to get frustration. It's like someone who comes to church a in Jumaira, which is the worst thing. He calls this leprosy. And after he got leprosy, he was cursed. He went there with the wrong attitude. He got cursed. This man got there with the right attitude, but with the same confusion. He got, he saw the Lord. So these are two people, Uzziah and David. I think I typed wrong there. I said Azariah. That's why it's leading me to this guy. But I was looking for Uzziah. He went to the temple of God and received a curse. This happens to a lot. I've seen a lot of children of God. 
a lot of them. I remember there was a sister when we still Sakwanzalema flirting, this sister. We never knew that she was serving the Lord, she was giving monies. We never knew that her heart, she's doing this because they didn't get marriage. She was so much supportive. And the day she heard that I was, I proposed a sister in the church, she snapped. I remember uh, one of her maids, the woman that was working for her, later told one of the sisters that she cried the whole night. This was a sister, no, she came here, she gave everything to God. She came to church already having a children and already uh, not living a right life, but she was saved by God. Then that means she had a wrong uh, ambition. Never be in church and have a wrong ambition. You might love the pastor, you might wish to marry the pastor, or you might wish to marry a brother that's... But you must always know that those things will be cause a grateful head in your life. Expectations are very much full of disappointments. You must give the Lord your expectations and, and say, Lord, I might not have this, I don't want it. And she, she, when she heard that I wanted to marry another woman, it was she was giving her a lot of monies and a lot of support. We thought she was a blessing. And she's aiming marriage. And after that, I remember she came to me. She was working in Debenier, Bamaspal, uh, because they Bible said duty or she had a good job as a startup. I could feel her heart when she came to me, that she was angry. You know, you can feel someone who always talk to you and who honors you as a pastor, who always humbles herself to you. You can see when the person comes with like rage said no brother uh, i'm leaving no sure she used to come to me ask to pray if you want to go now she was telling me i said leaving washington i'm going big home you know i feel like uh my mission is over here i'll go and now she was doing this as a revenge because she knew that we depended on her car we depended on everything most of the time to turn in that time that's constant we will will use a car from Devon because we stayed in Fletcher. So she was just trying to revenge. I did not know why, but I could feel there's a demon. I said, why are you leaving job? No, 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 I'm leaving. She resigned. She left. I can tell you that up to today, the greatest catastrophes has happened to her life with due to that one stupid angry decision she's never found a food right in life she married a brother out of just uh, everything they did after that was just not consulting not consulting they divorced she's never at peace she's never had peace i heard that she's keeping here in pine town another man You make one stupid, angry decision in the presence of the Holy Spirit and never get right. Utigila once, once. Once and find that you are standing on a cliff. I remember when the Holy Spirit showed me when the first wife were arguments in the house and the Holy Spirit showed me a vision. Because I was wondering why this woman is always fighting like this. Uh, it was like I'm flying, a big camera is coming down it changed out the whole world. And in this world, this camera came down and there's a big sea. And this big sea, there's a big rock. And on this big rock, me and this wife is standing on top of that. She's wearing like this bikini clothes for swimming. This rock is so huge, like, I don't know how many stories, scary. And down there, there's a beach, a beautiful beach. And me, I'm wearing this, uh, I don't know why they call those people. 
who come and go. Tourists. I'm wearing like a tourist. I'm wearing you know, all those colorful t-shirt tourists wear and binoculars and those hats. And I'm feeling uneven. She's demanding that we jump in to the beach. But the beach is about jumping about, I don't know, stories. Scary. We are push. Have you seen a child? My best told demand to sweet. Pushing rooms. I don't want to escape. She wants to jump to the beach. And I can feel in my spirit that something is wrong. Something dangerous there. But the beach looks so beautiful. We are standing on this big rock. And suddenly she jumps without like being given permission. And as she jumped, the Holy Spirit, like the Izume, what happens when I call? The water is green. And where she's going to fall, there's a big hole underneath the water. She gets it in the water. She doesn't land on the sand. She lands in the hole. And something, the hole suck her inside the, the belly of the earth. Suck her under the ground. I heard a scream. A hell scream. I don't know if you have ever heard a hell scream in your visions. The hell scream that shocks your body for weeks. Scares you. I never heard a person scream like that. Like something like that. She screams so bad and like a death scream. Like shots like that. And suddenly on another area, because I had binoculars, I see bubbles coming up. And when I look there, there's this big L. CL, there's the more one, but it's a seal. I or even up to today when I see it, I, I just get I spooked up. I can't watch it on TV. It's gray and uh, it's a big headed, it's only found in the sea. But it's a it's a it's a sea snake. So I, I think that's a form of a demon that caught you up. Uh, I saw it like have you seen when a snake has been eating something and it swallowed it, and I was coming out like Nambita. Uh, that and then I see its big head of the seal coming out of that hole and resting, having eaten her. Ah, she didn't listen. She didn't repent. Her life is never right up to today. Why we demand our own way? We demand our own, in the presence of God's prophets, in the presence of God's people, we demand our own way. And we never get right. There are people you meet once in this world. Once in this world. And you will never meet anybody who will be in that level. And how you behaved in that sanctuary will determine that you are just only going down because you are just this high and nothing else can go. We are, we are stepping in unforeseen territories and we need grace for each and every step. And unfortunately, we don't choose who to be a leader or who to be we follow or whatever. We just continue. Be careful when you are angry, when you are frustrated, when you fructigila, be careful. You know, I remember when I was frustrated. Uh, you know, my dad's long time ago. There was a woman from Apso used to call me. She used to be talk, talk to me like a, a mother. I was so frustrated, restless, just troubled, like thinking on the tip. And this woman would say, Skakane, she would call me like, once a month and say how much you're gonna pay this month and then so annoyed you know how those calls annoy you so annoyed the zipping was like and all that and somebody came to me told me about a certain way of avoiding i'm a bank uh to call you and things like that and i i i think i, I took that option or something like that and when this woman called me, I said, no, no, don't call me again. Whatever, I was so rough to him. She said, what have you done? I said, no, no, I don't need that. Uh, and she said, I, I can't, I'll never forget her voice. 
He said, my son, that's the worst decision you're taking. He says, when you make decisions under frustrations, they're always wrong. And I didn't listen to her. But if I could be given a chance to go back today, I can listen to her. Because it was better for her calling me than what happened after that. I had five years where I could not have taken any loan. I could, it was just miserable. So what I'm trying to tell you is, once you are out of God's comfort, you don't want to be corrected. You don't want to be helped. I've seen many people make mistakes. They don't even come in the presence of anointing to a sneaking engine because they are frustrated. Don't be God is here with his comfort. No matter what you are going through, if you can humble yourself down, forget that we are human beings, just respect that there is God amongst us. I believe you. I believe God will come for you. I believe he will help you. I believe he will give everything you need. But you have to find that place first. That place of sacrifice. That place That place of letting go. No matter how you thought you were important. No matter how you thought you were mistreated. But if you can just forget that. And be a servant and serve. In this marriage of words, serve. Stop doing beg for things, beg to make your husband food, beg to, 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 to take your wife out, and beg for everything. You know, we Christians, I know we don't worship Christmases and Valentine's Day, all those things. We don't worship them. But you should give your wife a Valentine's every day, you know. And it's not wrong, you know, to, if there's a day of love, well, what's wrong with just telling your wife you love her? If you have money, buy something for her. It's just love. doesn't mean you're worshipping something. Because the time will come when this person will be in the coffin and you'll meet, miss those moments. I'm telling you to find a good wife. Because there's nothing like the wife of your youth. To find a good wife is something billionaires presidents i know like people of this world celebrities crave for it's one in a million so don't push your move about these things serve you know attend to your children attend to your in-laws attend to the problems of your family don't be an empty uniform a call away you know even if you don't have money just just a call away because we all need comfort I'll just read a few verses because uh, the last stage of your teaching must have verses. Second uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 12, verse 9 to 10. Then we pray. You need God's comfort. And I promise God will give it to you. Second Corinthians 12, 9 to 10. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. You, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities. Once you get to God's comfort, in King Apesia Pendugas Bay Indutus, I remember it's a song or Ukumbu. Who said in Dalameva in Dumisoglameva? It's it's you 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 become you have found your place. Tribulation tends to be comfort. Read Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. You stop complaining. Philippians 4.13 uh, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do it as well Satan. Like someone who should come in God's comfort while everything around him is full of problems. While even peace 
say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It insults the devil because Amajimona Sabenza with this, they're using these vibrations as, as you react to the vibrations of problems and touch that frequency of worries. The demons, remember, they are just angry waves. They're just vibrating all the time. So once they find you just frustrated, they enter you with the same vibration. That's why when we worship God, when once worship starts, that's when demons start to come out. Because they, you, they catch this still water, this peaceful environment. And demons now are just this restless. They start to shake and they want to leave. Because the environment of God's anointing is so peaceful. And they want you, that's why they give you these thoughts to keep you worried. Because when you're worried, you are vibrating, you are in that tension. And that tension, it's the same frequency where they can resonate. So find God's comfort. You will never solve this world's problems. You know, people, you know, it's a lie, it's a devil. It's just the devil. There's many people who, who are millionaires tonight who have lost a billion yesterday. Does it mean Ahmad was a There's just problems all over the place. You know, we are in this miserable world. They just want to take you out of your God's own chosen. I've been looking at these women, social media, look at them. They are all unhappy. Others are drunkards. They all have got red eyes. They are living a peaceful life. They go to clubs. Now, if you are you so goggle and you have solutions for people, why are you unhappy? Because it's just a lying devil to deceive people. Can do all things through Christ. Tell the devil, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And read Romans 5, verse 3 to 5. Romans 5, verse 3 to 5. Uh, verse number 3. And not only so, but you glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation with patience, and the patience experience, and experience hope, and hope make it not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. It is the Holy Ghost. That gives the love of God. So tarry in there. Find a way to serve God, to worship God. In there. Because you'll find that the greatest time is now. The greatest thing you can do is now. Help people. Give the best to people. Open your heart to people. Empower people. Because Tomorrow might not be here. Maybe we'll continue other day. Let's read just one last verse. Uh, Philippians uh, 4, 4 to 7. Chapter 4, Philippians. Four to seven. Uh, rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, uh, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you, God. Can I ask for peace? We are crying, oh God, and for this peace all ages catching up and sicknesses are starting to knock exercise is starting to be lazy we're starting to live a life that's just constantly detecting worries we're here to ask for mercy give us resilience and strength to stand up again and uh, shake ourselves from our demons and the, and the genealogical distresses. This is not what we want to leave to our children. We're praying that be with us, O oh Lord. Guide us. Show us mercy. We are your children, Lord. 
We're going to live more, live harmoniously, live fruitfully. Show us the grace of God. Walk with us. The purpose of God, the peace of God, the grace of God. Let music and prayer and meditation of the word be fruitful to us. Bless our children. Bless our homes. In the name of Jesus. Thou God of grace, God of righteousness, thank you for leading us all this life till this far. Like the thing I would say, I don't believe you brought this far to leave me. We thank you, Lord. We are so thankful that in this world full of torture and full of many people who live for this world, who die, having not achieved peace, you give us freely, Lord. Be with us in this hour and pardon and forgive us for the things that we are ashamed of, for the habits that we want to be helped on, and for the actions that we seek in deliverance from. We believe that you alone can take us to a place where you can help us. Instill worship, bring us peace, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, and bless our projects in the name of Jesus. Our finances, bless them abundantly, because we use them to strengthen the poor and the needy and your will. Here we are, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I send prayer to each and every one of Lord. Let the anointing of God reach these people. In the name of Jesus, that they must get what the anointing is saying. We're not saying these things to be feared, but Lord, for God to be reverent. In the name of Jesus, bless the nation, bless your children, bless the church, bless us, O oh God. Whatever little bit we are bringing to the society, help us, protect us from greedy wolves, from people that are just there, not helping the kingdom of God, but themselves. When we were we are pleading. We go see our cousin. Emisinier too. Christmas Help the children we stay with. Help the relatives. Help our families. Because they need help, Lord. Some of them are just struck by life so bad. But God Almighty, I embrace you. We embrace you. We thank you. We honor you. We glorify you. Father, we thank you. We honor you. We are so precious, so kind, so full of grace. Let the Holy Spirit breathe and the anointing of God. I send favor. I pray for them. Deliver them in the name of Jesus. May not tell or going through such a painful thing. Let there be deliverance in presence of us, Lord, and forgive all our wrongs in Jesus' name. Be the God of comfort. Give us strength to us. Bless our families. Bless our little manners in Jesus' name. Help us to fix these cars, whatever we have, in Jesus' name. Protect it with the property. Give finances, gracious Lord to all that we need. We are so full of holiness and favor, strengthening all of these people who put their money into this ministry. Increase them, Lord, in Jesus' name, and fix their businesses and promotions. Let them make a step of faith and apply for jobs because something is going to be given. Whatever position they want to get in, in the name of Jesus, Fix those who still have no faith about money, God. Help them because they will suffer too much, God, if they get selfish with money. In Jesus' name, bless them, God. In Jesus' name, above all, God, we kill every spirit now of uh, insufficiency and every spirit now from hell, of troubles and distortions. In the name of Jesus, let every marriage be happy. In the name of Jesus, let finances be handled well. Let it be provisions. Not arguments, not fights, but prayer. Raise wives that are praying. Raise husbands that are praying. Raise children that are praying. In Jesus' name, let every evil spirit in now depart. In Jesus' name, see fire and the angel of the Lord approaching them. And they depart and forgive us our sins. We ask this, Lord, as we receive your healing and receive your comfort and receive your deliverance and receive your favor and receive your life and we confess to the devil that the lord is with us in jesus christ's name and his peace with us 
We thank you. And as you said, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, is with us. And the grace of God is sufficient for us. We thank you, Lord. Bless us now. This one is that tomorrow, until we leave this world, take over. Let the angels fly and protect us in the name of Jesus. Lord, in Jesus Christ's name. And church said, Amen. 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 All right. Uh